Well, a very good evening to each and every one of you. Welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Oh, and it's good to be back with you, Belle. La! Indeed, I follow it cinema. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today, including a gorgeous art class that doesn't cost 6p. And we're also talking music and also our first guest this evening. It's really fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. All the way from the December. It is the wonderful Miss Harriet Thorpe. I'm all the better, my darlings, for seeing you. Two things, very quickly. I was a little concerned about the life drawing because if I take off my bra... I'm on my knees with the G-force. Um, so that's not quite the image I wanted. And secondly, I'm so sorry about your hub. I had no idea. It must be, it must be terrible. I'm so sorry. It, it is. It means I've had to literally eat microwave meals. No, no. No, the oven no. works. But I mean... <laughs> no, darling. No. 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 OK, the British Empire. What year was yes, that darling. that we were watching there? 30 years ago, darling. We've just had a reunion online, and you can catch it where we do a little bit of some episodes. Um, 30 years, darling. Where did those 30 years go? I can't believe that. I don't, I don't know, know because I'm 35, born. darling. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly and it was the intro. It was your intro, darling. You said some of you might not remember. <laughs> Extraordinary. Got to appeal to the demographic. Got to appeal to the... But they will all know you from uh, Absolutely Fabulous. Now... That's yeah. just one of them gorgeous, gorgeous roles. And where did the inspiration to form that character come from? Well, it's Jennifer's brilliant writing, obviously. And I remember we were, we've been friends since we were at drama school together. And we were away with our families. And she said she was writing this new series. And I said, well, I can play your daughter. And she said, no, 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 you can't. I said, I'll sit it down. It'll be fine said, no, you can't. So then I think I, I must have bribed her in some way to let me be in the show. And, and then as she began to write for it, um, her voice and um, pronouncing of her R's grew and grew and grew. So she gave me lots of words like re- restoration, reputation, rigor, all that. So I said it all the time. And it just was, it's been the most blissful time. Was it just one huge laugh being on the set of that? A hundred percent. There was never any issues. There was never an agenda. It was creativity. It was fun. It was brilliant writing, amazing people, wonderful performances. I mean, it was just the most glorious job. The only strange thing I ever think about with Ab Fab is the fact, where did Dawn French disappear to? I know, darling. She, she came in and did guest, guest episodes, but they, because they're both such creative, amazing performers, actresses, comedians, you know, they go off and do their own things as well, you know, so they, they mix and match. I don't think there's many comedies, though, that stand the test of time. No. But that still really, does. really does. To yeah. the point where it became a movie. I know. And like a I really know, successful movie. It was, and it was just after the Brexit nightmare was announced. And that's when it came out and people were so grateful to have a laugh again. Do you think that would ever take to the stage? Oh. I think perhaps in an arena we could do, but I don't know if... I know it would be, but I don't know if that's a reality or not. It's so hard, especially now, darling, when, you know, the show must go on, the show must go on because we don't have any theatres open at all at the moment. And how has it been for you? Because you were working as... You know, you always are doing. You were working. What What were you working on and what happened? 
I mean, we were just about to launch the show that we then did last August, amazingly, which was Sleepless, as in Sleepless in Seattle, the musical, and um, with the wonderful Kimberly Walsh, and we had the most wonderful time. And uh, six weeks we played at Wembley, not the the stadium, but the fantastic Troubadour Theatre, um, which is where they used to make X Factor. So it's vast, it seats thousands, everyone was socially distanced, we were tested every day, not an audience member, cast member, band, backstage, front of house, nobody got ill. It was the most amazing experience. And then I did a little bit of- privilege, sorry, to, to do that oh. in that time, because it really did lead the way sleepless. It absolutely was a privilege and an honour. And that moment of us all, because we were literally about to open three days before lockdown, getting back on that stage and being together again, it was coming home. And you, you know, it was the most wonderful moment. And we were so, so lucky to have that opportunity because all the shows, wonderful Jamie and all the shows were coming back in town, six. And then suddenly, and all the pantos, everything pulled again. It's been a terrible year. And when you know, that the arts brings in more money than football, and yet it's endlessly dismissed. And what do we do when we want to feel okay or step away from life? We go to entertainment and it's always kind of dismissed and you know made as some sort of minor little thing and superficial. Throughout our lifetime, throughout hu human evolving, we needed theatre, always. Yeah. Greek tragedy was. And now this, darling, here, you're Manchester. Well, they, they were I was watching the rugby the other day, and they're all what? there, the players are what? all there. All right, so there's not, you know, the darling, crowds what you, watching the... Darling, what did you do? You were watching the what? The rugby. Not for the game, for the shorts. Of course. Stupid of me. I'm so yeah. sorry. And I love a good scrum. But they were all playing, <laughs> and I don't understand how they can say that it's not okay for these theatres with their groups to do it, and yet it's okay mm. for these people to play sports. I don't... It is a sport. It does seem very, very strange. I, I was very lucky the other day on Valentine's Day, and I never thought that I'd ever say this sentence, but I, again, because of my maturity, I had a small prick in my arm on Valentine's Day. Oh. I know. I never thought that would be a sentence I'd ever utter, but it was the best Valentine's Day date I've ever had. And so the good news everyone, is... Everyone you get to have a second date in 12 weeks. So that's all right. I there know you go. And that, that may begin to get us back to theatre. Oh, yeah. I hope so. They're talking about um, testing as people are going in now, aren't they, to the theatres? I theaters? know, but I don't know how you get the results so quick. What would they do? There is one that you can get within 15 minutes. I mean, not the, but it's expensive. I don't know how you do that, really. But, yeah. Anything to try and get the theatre back, honestly. Um, we heard the news this week about Sister Act now being postponed to 2023. I know. That just seems... So long away. I know. But then again, if 2020 weren't so fast, then I suppose yeah. 2021 yeah. will and 2022 will kind of be getting back to them. Speaking of television, we were talking right at the very beginning because of Shell's T-shirt here. Uh, it's a sin. Have you watched it? <gasps> I absolutely have. And um, I only see it once a week because I can't quite as it was my youth my lifetime my early 30s all so many of my friends died and what's so beautiful about it not only has Russell T Davies written this most beautiful fantastic poignant moving funny script the performances are beyond brilliant and then of course in real life there's wonderful Jill 
be more Jill, la, all of that. And they, you know, I think it's the most fantastic piece of, you know, communication we've had about that era ever. And it matters so much because you realize talking to younger people, they haven't all heard about it. They don't know what we went through, the terrible sort of um, anxiety, the fear, the, the, as we've discussed, you know, that awful commercial, which is on, on the show, you know, it, it was, it was terrifying and awful. And I lost so many friends and, you know, it's, it's the most wonderful piece of you know, television there. Do you find it a bit too close to the knuckle then watching it with it being so real? I think it it's just the truth of it that's so painful that people didn't care. People it was them, not us. And I had yeah. the same conversations that Jill had, you know, it's taken months to find this vaccine. It took years to find help for people with HIV and AIDS. And I do a lot of work with Make a Difference Trust that used to be West End Cares and you know all, all those things and it just is it's yeah Nancy Pelosi created a park in you know a beautiful park in San Francisco honoring all people that were lost and you said yeah. in, in Manchester you have a uh, tribute don't you that's right yeah. yeah we've got the light monument that's there in Sackville that's Gardens. so beautiful but there yeah. isn't one really in London we don't have them in each town people were shunned hidden away and people, again, culturally, we weren't able to speak out about it. You know, it, it was the most demonizing thing. And now young men are free to love who they want to love, take PrEP, have stuff to sort, you know, help them live with HIV and AIDS should they have it. And they're free. Yeah, I it think that's years. one of the best things to come out of the program, to be completely honest. It's educating yeah. a whole new generation on the fight yeah that the previous generation had. I mean, it's not even that long ago, really. And I think Russell T Davis mm. does that a lot Perfectly. with his writing. You know, he chooses something that actually needs to be talked about it, and he does it in such a way that's so sensitive, that touches your heart as well. So you can't ignore it. No. You can't. No. Exactly. And he knew the Jill. They were, you know, a drama school in Wales years and years ago. So they Jill shared was in, it. in Palace. Yeah. Jill yeah, was Jill's mum. Yeah, yeah, that's her right. show. Yeah, she's in it, and and that's the and they had, there was a pink palace, and you know it's absolutely amazing. It's amazing. Um, you've done calendar girls. We were talking to Shell about it before. Which fruit? Yes, um, fruit. Which cake were you? No, well, which darling, I wasn't in the film. I did the film. I was the head of yeah. the WI in ah. London. Uh, the ultimate bitch. And then when I did the musical, um, I was also the head of the WI in the village. So I've not ever been asked to. And as I said, without ropes and pulleys, it's not something that can be easily done for me. I think I would need a six tier cake rather than, <laughs> you know. Is it something you would do though? Well, yes, darling. I think, you know, all those things, the, the, the message for all those things is important, isn't it? You know, yes. it's, I'm ambassador for a big breast cancer charity. I think all those things, and this is for obviously for something else, but it's important. Of course it is. And that's where community comes together in a way that it has now, actually. Talking about roles, is there a particular role that you think to yourself, God, I really want to do that? You know, is there one out there that you haven't done yet that is you know, the, the ultimate. 
It's so interesting that you should say that because yes, it's any role that anyone will give me any time. I will say yes. Okay. <laughs> I say yes to everything. Are you kidding? Uh, so when we get back out of lockdown and we start veering our way to normality, um, are you going back to sleepless? I don't know. Sleepless is done for the moment. I don't know whether it's going to be a tour, whether it comes into town. I don't know. I have no idea. But whoever, you know, I'll just say yes, darling. <laughs> well, that's easy. I'll just write a quick play. There we go. Yeah, I think you could, that. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> write one for you. The Life and Times of Miss Harriet Thorpe. Thank you, hey. darling. I'm sure there's some stories you could tell us. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was watching a video on YouTube the other day about you having your makeup done with the lovely yes. Naomi. And mm -hmm. uh, I want to know, and I want you to be very honest with me here, please. Did you take heed of her advice or did you go back to wearing what the heck you wanted? Naomi and I have been friends for 40 years and she is the most extraordinary, brilliant makeup artist, does the James Bond movies. I mean, just all of them. She's extraordinary. Disney movies, I mean, beyond belief. And she did, um, um, what's it? We're live, so I can't even say edit this out, please. She did, um, <laughs> is it 1917? She did yes. that non-stop. She, she did make up for that. She's brilliant. Wow. I love her. We're very close friends. And um, she did my makeup saying I needed to wear less. And to be really honest with you, no. Um, I love her. And she always says I wear too much makeup. Be natural. But darling, I, I often sleep in my makeup because... And this isn't just copying Dolly Parton, who said she needs to be ambulance ready. I need to be postman ready. So I don't care what is happening. You never know what's going to happen. And I need to be good to go with the full face, darling. I can't be doing. I don't want to see myself without it. Thank you very much. Lashes all the way. A very clever guy once said, if music be the food of love, play on. Who said that? Oh, somebody called Shakespeare, you I've know. never heard of him. Absolutely. But Manchester Camerata are playing on despite the pandemic going on and they have gone virtual. And here is the CEO of the Manchester Camerata to tell us all about it. Hello, Bob. So Camerata is like a, a group, a collection of musicians. And traditionally, this is like 400 years ago, they'd come together in a, a camera, a room. Uh, it's the Italian word. And they collect and play in a room together, friends. Fantastic. Well, the Manchester Camerata has been going for, well, 50 years it'll be next year, won't it, Bob? Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, founded in 1972. So our 50th birthday coming up, so some big celebrations there. You should watch out for that. We're dead excited about what, what's got to come. So, um, yeah, and some amazing things in the last year and 18 months as well, actually. Um, it's... Uh, it's been really amazing. Now, how do they come together when you have lockdown? Because, you know, what the words suggest isn't really happening right now. <laughs> That's right. So um, we've done some, we experimented with some live streaming actually on the 9th of May uh, last year at the end of Classical, which is one of the big shows that, that we work on. And uh, for that particular version, we recorded people each in their home and then sort of... Um, sliced it all together i guess you could say um and then obviously in the summer we were able to do some uh, very small live events and then you know as things closed down again it, it got more difficult um but in january we were lucky we were really we were able to come together 
um, as a, I think a 35 piece orchestra in the Stoller Hall and record a live stream. So um, it's been a bit of an up and down journey um, as it has for everyone, of course. And I mean, the, the, the music, I think people think of orchestras as being a bit, you know, not for everybody, a bit too classical, a bit not for everybody. But I mean, you've worked with some amazing artists and you've, you've rejigged, for want of a better word, some brilliant music. Do you know, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I mean, orchestras, uh, orchestras simply play great music and great music's for everyone. And, you know, what we tried to do is, uh, I suppose, reimagine different types of music. So we've not stuck to one genre or one type of art, still one venue, because, you know, venue can be associated with in a specific type of music so um with Upton Glastonbury we've played in clubs bars cathedrals you name it and we try very hard to I don't know make an experience it's not just about playing music it's about making an experience for people in that place with those artists uh, so yeah we've rejigged it exactly we do things that's differently it, here Bob <laughs> I mean, it is that's an experience it. but it is literally about the music of the camerata Say again, Belinda. I said it's about the music of the camerata. It is. It is. Well, it's not just our music. I mean, you know, Hacienda's not our music, is it? But, you know, nope. um, we've reimagined it, rearranged it, recomposed it. And, and now it's our music, actually, very much so. It's very much part of our history and, and our life. And hopefully yeah. it will be when we get back to it live as well. Well, what's exciting is this brand new concert, which everyone can see virtually on the 26th of February, which you've recorded in January, what you've just been talking about. And what I like is you've kind of switched it up here. You commissioned some new music for it, haven't you? Yeah, it was it was uh, fascinating to to pull that program together with my amazing team and, and the orchestra course. So we we were really lucky. We worked with um, a composer called Daniel Cadane, and um, Daniel worked with us when he was a student at the RNCM. This is now ten years ago, and so we're really lucky that he was available and he agreed to write write this world premiere for us. And I, I really hope you get to watch it because it's so extraordinary. It's um. It, it's it's called Be Still, but it's the most amazing um, few minutes of music because literally you sort of find yourself focusing back on uh, on yourself, on, on what you're feeling inside in a very sort of calm way. Um, it's an incredibly beautiful piece. So I really hope you get to, get to listen to it and watch it. And of course, you're going to be working with the gorgeous Jess Gillum as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Dynamo, the Dynamo, the amazing Jess Gillum. So she's um, uh, playing Where the Bees Dance with us. And I mean, again, that's, you know, it's a really fizzy piece. It's full of energy. It's it's full of these incredible sounds. It's fast. It's furious. But again, from that, there's this kind of inner calmness that that you end up feeling when you listen to it as well. Um you know, so it's almost like you're jumping on a moving train with that piece. It's quite something. Um, I know Jess is a big, got... big advocate of that. Music yeah. really has that ability to take you to a different place, doesn't it? And I think that That's is it. so important right now, Bob. Yeah, completely. And in fact, the whole programme is is a little like that. So from uh, the Bulgarian composer Dabrinka Tabakova, there's a piece called Dawn. Um, and it's very, very gentle, um, sort of awakening different sounds. Um, then there's Daniel's piece and the really famous piece, Appalachian Spring, which is sort of this wistful, reflective 
um, moment uh, as you're listening to it in in the concert. And the whole piece, the whole the whole program, is very much crafted to. Um, I think the trendy word is mindful, but it just makes you sit and reflect and and think. Really, oh. so it's it's rather a special experience. So when can people get to hear your music again? Is it live streaming? I'm guessing we're going to next. Where, when will that be? Yeah, so the live stream's the 26th of February. Um, so that, that, that's next week. Um, it's on, you can tap on our website, manchestercamerata.co.uk and get all the details about the programme and there's some interviews uh, with different artists um, that are involved in the programme. And then you can watch it, um, obviously, on the 26th of February. So, um, and after that, um, well, we'll have to see. Depends when we can get back into the concert hall, into the studio, um, and make some more amazing music for you. One thing's for sure, though, the Manchester Camerata are going nowhere. Not Thank you so much for your time today, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Come what may, there will still be drawing going on around the city of Manchester. Only this time we're talking about drawing possibly in the nude. This is Live Drawing Manchester. Hello, May. Hello, uh, thank you, and thank you for having me as a guest. I'm very well, thank you. I must admit, um, it's Riff, who's the senior organiser who's been running it since eight years. I've been organising it since the COVID online and hosting. All right. So what's the secret of live drawing then? It's, we tend to run a very social, we come at it from a very social angle, and it's a really fun class, and it's a really nice, mindful thing to do. You know, it's something different. And, you know, it's, it's been proven and everybody goes on it, but it's just really good for good mental health. It's a bit like meditation. Once you just get into that zone and you're kind of drawing and your mind just literally goes blank. And it's just kind of now, we saw some great pieces just in that little clip. Do you have to be good at art to join in in these classes? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> we get, every time I invite somebody, somebody goes, oh, well, I can't draw. And it's kind of missing the point because... You, you would never say to a kid, oh, oh, you, you know, stop drawing because you're not very good. It's just about the joy of mark making. In the same way when you were um, a kid and you would just approach a piece of paper and just start colouring it in or scribbling. It's just that exercise of doing it. And we, and we really do emphasise the joy of just... It's more about community coming together with and having a human experience with other people and kind of just mark making. Well, it's, it's a bit like having a party, isn't it? Because from what I've heard, <laughs> you know, you've got a theme for yes. each class and say it's like punk or say it's uh, Spanish or something like that. You play music, you pump music out while they're doing oh, the drawing, absolutely. which is fabulous. Yeah, depending on the theme, like I say, we had a punk session a few weeks ago, so we really did plug everyone into their mains um, that week and had, you know, sex pistols, buzzcocks. And we, we, similarly, we do, we get the model to pose in that way. It was list that week. And we reference album art covers. Um, and, and then we, yeah, and then we kind of nick pose off it from the famous buzzcocks cover we did that week. Or like you say, we had a Japanese session when we had Japanese music or Indian on average, how long do people get to do the drawing? We range poses. We, we tend to focus on short poses on our Thursday class. So shortest poses are two minutes and the longest being 20. But you'd be amazed what people get down in two to five minutes. It is quite yeah. amazing. Um, Have you found that with lockdown and doing it on Zoom, more people have wanted to get involved rather than you know the actual classes because i suppose some people are a little bit hesitant with live mm -hmm. art drawing because yeah. 
it's still, I don't know, seeing the human form naked and some people aren't really a fay with that, are they? Oh, absolutely. We still have a very carry-on attitude in Britain and, of course, we all giggle at the thought of nudity. But, um, no, I, th I, I can genuinely say, any, once you step through that door, any judgment of nudity is just out of your mind, whether they're small, large, black, yellow, you know, that, it, other than for kind of visual purposes and drawing, you, you don't kind of judge at all. And we also do a portrait class if anybody did have an issue with it anyway. But, um, and that's, is that the portrait class that is only six pence? No, we, we, uh, we have it at 6pm. I think there might have been a typo there. That's not been typed you, up right, has it? I was like, 6 I was thinking, that doesn't make sense, 6p. Um, our, our wages are low, but they've not dropped to 6p yet. Um, oh, so there's money. So how much does it cost for people to get involved? Stop it. How much does it cost for people to... I don't need notes. How much does it cost for people to get involved <laughs> things then on, on thursday we asked for a minimum donation of six pounds but we have a class where we teach drawing and on sundays um our portrait class you pay what you want so if oh. you if you're a student or you are going through hard financial times which many are in covid you can you can come for free effectively um, and it's quite a social a bit more. thing as well because, like you say, it's not just the drawing and kind of learning new skills. Afterwards, you have a little bit of a you know a chat and the opportunity for people to meet virtually. Oh, yeah. our, our socials at Live Drawing Manchester in the live class and in our online class are quite legendary. People do stick around to like one and two p.m. No, um, oh, a.m. Oh, sorry, yes. but one in the morning. We do babble away and we play kind of drawing games. People do have a drink. Um, a lot of people come and then mess messages in the next morning and say that was like a night out. And all that for 6p? Exactly. Hey, I'm joking. Bring, if people want to get involved online. in these classes, <laughs> you do for 6p. She never changes. She never reads a note. I've read my notes. I was literally reading directly off my notes and it was still wrong. Um, so if people want to get involved, how do they do that? Well, we advertise our class on Meetup, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram is the one I'm usually glued to because I've become a social media addict now. But oh. um, Meetup's a great one. We put our full listings on there, our, you know, the schedule, the model we're going to have, the theme we're going to have. But we have a huge Instagram presence. So at LifeJoy Manchester or on Meetup, like I say, meetup.com or Facebook, again, LifeJoy Manchester, the group page. Have you ever done any life drawing? Yes, I auditioned for Free Willy. Oh, right. And it did. <laughs> yes, indeed. You're conjuring up so many images in my head now. These poor listeners aren't going to want to subscribe, but please hit that subscribe button. So tell everybody about this wonderful podcast called... Your, Your Manchester. Manchester. Not Free Willy. <laughs>